want to thank all of our listeners for several years of dedicated and loyal listening throughout the Halo Talks 400 podcast completed to date. We're going to 1,000 by 2024. If you're so inclined, we'd love to have you go to iTunes for us, fill out a review so we can keep this podcast rolling globally. We are now on Chartable's top lists and moving up the charts. Also, if you want to educate yourself in the new year, please go to thehaloacademy.com. Take a look at what we've done with 150 executives in the Halo sector to get them smarter, get them prepared for capital raises, and also more winning. Thanks. Have a great season. Let's go. This is Pete Moore on Halo Talks NYC. I have the pleasure of having Michelle Zipper, a member of the Wondering Through Marriage, functional diagnostic nutrition practitioner, and the co-founder of the Well Center in Armonk, and a good friend of mine and The Square. Michelle, welcome to the show. Hi, Pete. Thanks for having me. Awesome. So over the last several years, you've become somewhat of an expert in this field, and obviously there's a growing need for self-improvement, self-enhancement, and there's a lot of tools and there's a lot of coaching that's gone on, uh, which has turned into a craft and a skill that are really going to elevate people to the next level and, and change outcomes uh, along the way. So talk about your journey and uh, kind of where you are now. I know you've gotten a lot of education uh, as well as being a, an active mother of three and a, uh, and a wife and a, uh, a fitness enthusiast. So Tell us what you've learned, what you're doing, and, and how this could become part of the overall Halo sector. Absolutely. Um, you know, I think everybody comes to wellness and comes to health in their own journey. And for me, it was, it was a journey about the past 10 years, 12 years. Um, it all kind of started, you know, usually people come when they get sick, someone, you know, or someone they know um, gets sick. And, you know, for me, it was my husband um, kind of came down with Lyme um, about 10, 12 years ago. I don't remember. And, you know, so I, I kind of jumped in. I wasn't, ex we weren't accepting medicine to kind of heal him. Yeah. Um, we jumped right in. I started cooking every meal for him and really learning kind of the start of my nutrition, you know, and, and my education. Um, so it was kind of on the job training. Wow. And then um, a few years later, my son got really sick with an autoimmune as well. And that's when I was like, uh-uh, I am not accepting, you know, no for an answer from anything. And, um, I kind of dug in really deep and under, like tried to understand functional medicine, um, you know, the ins and outs of your immune system, your gut, you know, your hormones, all of this, and and really try to, you know, it, it just really kind of brought it full circle for me. So, you know, after about five years of living it, I um, I went back to school. I was actually a graphic designer for many years, right? And I was just like, uh, uh, this is. So I I went and got you know my IIN, my um, health coaching degree. I got my master's degree. And it was great. I was able to coach people. I was able to kind of get them a little bit jump-started on their like healthy lifestyle, make some changes, but it wasn't enough. Um, I found that I kept telling people, you know, we need answers. We need to, we need to really dig in. I was sending people to fun functional medicine doctors or, you know, to lab work, to labs to really get their lab work done. Um, and then finally I was like, nah, I can do this. So I went back and, you know, got my functional diagnostic nutrition degree. Um, and it's been incredible so far because we've really been able to find answers. You know, I look at all of the systems. I look at your hormones, your immune system, your digestion, your detoxification, 
um, oxidation, your energy production, your nervous system. So all of your systems, because they're all intertwined. And when one thing is kind of out of balance or homeostasis, the entire system kind of gets out of whack. So if, and then once you start to see symptoms is your balance, your systems are already out of whack, right? So you have a stomach ache, you're having constant stomach aches, you're having constant headaches. That's not normal. And I think so many people normalize symptoms. Uh Um, you know, they live with stomach. I lived with stomach ache for 10 years, not, you know, and then all of a sudden I was like, let me just try, you know, kicking my milk habit and and giving up dairy. And next thing you know, I was, you know, I was even in the hospital at one point. I I was healthy again. My stomach was, you know, I was not. So I think, um, that's kind of, that was, that's kind of been my journey. And when, when, when when you went back to school for all these different, you know, components of education, were they all kind of like siloed where you kind of had to almost like weave a thread between all of them to figure out, okay, here's like a holistic approach to what, what needs to happen. And each one of these was like, Hey, I'm, I'm actually learning, you know, a skill or I'm learning, you know, the history of, and now it's like, okay, I got to take that and kind of filter it up and, and almost like, you know, like weave a, weave a blanket, if you will, of like, now I know how to actually approach this where historically it's been, Hey, you got, you got a stomach issue. Okay. Go to gastro, you know, you got an issue with your knee, go to, you know, podiatrist, you know, so is this, do you feel like you've kind of got to like the top of the mountain, if you will, of like the halo symptom sector? I I feel like you're never really at the top of the mountain. I feel like this is just an ever-changing, you know, landscape. Um, But yes, I think not necessarily through my education, but I think through life, I have weaved it all together. So I think between, you know, I I got my first health coaching degree, great, that was able to help me kind of coach people through. I got my master's, which gave me the certificate. I don't necessarily believe that added much, but but then the functional diagnostic nutrition program, that really added the science behind it. <laughs> and that's the part that I was really missing is really understanding like the the why and how your body truly works in order to make these changes. But I think ultimately a lot of um, a lot of really what has kind of formed my business and formed what I do with clients is really just life in general. And for me, it's been questioning everything I do so that I live on a daily basis. I live aligned with who I am, right? Yeah. And what I want. And so I've taken things from, I have a functional um, personal trainer that I work with who's actually at my center. Um, and I've taken things from him. I've taken, you know, things from my co-founder, who's an acupuncturist, I've taken so much from the Eastern, the Eastern medicine right. sector, you know, so I've really kind of taken things and I figure out what works for me. And I think really functional medicine and functional health is listening to your body and knowing, you know, knowing what your body needs and what it doesn't. And what your body can tell you everything if you really just stop and take the time to listen. Yeah. So, so when you diagnose someone, do you now have effectively, you know, like a very regimented checklist of here's all the questions I need to ask, or is a lot of it, you know, interactive and it kind of leads you down a path to say, aha, like, here's like the root cause of what's going on. I think it's a little bit of both. Um, (laughs) I think, you know, I don't diagnose because I, I, you know, I'm technically not a doctor. So, but you don't need to diagnose because I think sometimes diagnoses, diagnoses, is that the right word? Yeah. Um, <laughs> diagnoses sometimes pigeonhole you into what you think you need to do versus, you know, functional nutrition. We will, we look at the entire body as a whole. So, 
you know, you're because if you have a diagnosis, you might only focus on that one thing and miss like four other different hidden stressors that could possibly be affecting you. I think as far as intakes go, you know, I do have a proper intake form, a, a very long one. So I look at your symptoms, I look at your history and your lifestyle. But then it also, you know, I don't just treat the paper. I don't just say you have this symptom, we're going to create this protocol. I take everything into consideration, including your history and what you're feeling at the moment. And then I create a personal, personalized protocol for everybody. Gotcha. So you started the Well Center, you know, in Armonk. What prompted you to say, you know what, what I'm trying to accomplish doesn't exist somewhere else. Obviously, you've kind of checked the box of like the personal frustration, which I think any business, you know, needs to be based on a personal frustration or really doesn't have a reason to be. Um, but, you know, what's the benefit of having the, the bricks and mortar location? Do you feel like that's an easy and safe place for someone to come in and say, OK, you are the authority, not just on paper or on the Internet, um, but having a place that you could have people come to? And then what are some of the clients, you know, what are, what are they saying about the results. Yeah. I mean, I think having a brick and mortar is just, you, you have that FaceTime that's not through a screen. And I think there is nothing better than that. Um, so, you know, when I'm hanging, I do virtual as well. So I do virtual and at the center. Um, but when you're, you're at the center and you're in front of people, it's just, there's, there's just nothing like it. We get to actually talk face-to-face, have a conversation. Um, we sometimes get involved with a bunch of the practitioners and we're all just sitting and having conversations with clients and it just creates a really warm community, which is one of our pillars, um, is just warmth and education and people are just always learning from us. And I think, you know, we are a touch-based business, not me personally, but you know, a lot of the practitioners that work with me. So we do need a brick and mortar. Um, and it's just created a resource for a lot of the people in the community. That's great. You know, when you think about you know, entrepreneurs that we talk to on a regular basis who are starting a business, they usually come to us and they say, I'm going to build one location. I'm going to get to 10. And I'm going to hundred. Then I'm going to a thousand and this and that. And I'm like, you know what, just focus on the one location. You know, when you think about where you are in life, you know, being able to have this practice in, in the town that you live in, um, affect a lot of, you know, people, but not only people, but obviously their families and their extended families, you know, how do you kind of look at, at your own, aspirations and say, you know what, if I have this one location, I can help X hundreds of people. That's good. I'm good with that. It's a really interesting question because I think when we first started our, you know, my partner, Deb and I, um, our brains were like, okay, we can do retreats and we can do this, but you know what? It's really nice affecting our community. And that's why like we even looked in the other towns that were surrounding our town and it, it wasn't right to us. For us, we wanted to be, de- like, we are dead center in our, in our town. Right. Um, and, and we can affect our, our friends' parents and our friends. And, the, and, and that's really what we were looking for. Um, and I think that for us is, is beautiful. And, you know, we're both moms. So, I mean, I don't want to go too big. I like being virtual as far as what I do because I can help people all over the world. And I do. However... I, I can, I, balance is super important as a mom. You know, I'm, I'm a wife, I'm a mom. I, I just think that you have to know your limits. <laughs> and if I went too big, I think I would just crash. Yeah. I think that's important because a lot of entrepreneurs, you know, say, Hey, I wish I didn't go into that next city. Um, because I missed this little league game or I can't be there now because I'm, you know, sitting in an airport uh-huh. trying to get from city to city or, I'm trying to build a team and I can't replace them because, you know, I don't know the community or I picked the wrong location because I don't know what the traffic 
habits are there or, or, you know, the types of pricing or how people think, um, in, in those areas. Um, so I, I, I reward you and I, uh, you know, I think it's important for people to say, Hey, look, you know, I can accomplish something big, but it doesn't actually need to leave my community. And it, that's big enough, uh, on its own. You know, when you think about all the different technologies and you know, that, you know, we're invested in, in higher dose, which is, you know, infrared, um, you know, you've got a lot of cryotherapy out there. You've got Normatec booths, you've got, you know, hot, cold plunges, you've got, you know, meditation, uh-huh. You know, where do you, and obviously it's continuous learning and some of this has data and medical fact behind it. And some of it is like, Hey, that sounds really cool. Let's try it. And I'm not really sure what the outcomes are, but it feels good. Um, you know, when I'm in or out of it. So how do you kind of calibrate, you know, maybe like what's real, what's bullshit. And this might be interesting, but it's really not something I would ever put in a well center because it's not necessarily the way I think. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think one thing that's made us super successful is really what we put into our well center is things that we use, right? Things that we stand by. Everything in our retail shop are things, are products that we use or, you know, we know. Um, it's funny you say that because I use my higher dose, you know, blanket three times a week. I, you know, we're actually getting red light therapy into the center. And that's something that both my partner and I, you know, have been using for many, many years. So now, you know, so I think everything we do, we have to stand behind. Um, there are so much, there is so much out there. Um, I also think that what's made us successful is, is really kind of streamlining our, our strong parts of our business. Like I remember you and I first having a conversation when I was first opening and, Mm -hmm. you know, you know, everything in the halo sector and you were like, you could do this and this and this. And I think we did open up with a few things. Um, like we did classes, we had, we had our hands in a lot. And it was very overwhelming. And so one thing we did learn is that we have to streamline and focus or else we're not going to be successful in what we're do- in what we're really good at in our, in our genius zones, really. Um, so I do think there's a lot out there. I mean, I have, I have a cold tub that we just installed. I have, you know, I, we have our infrared. Um, I love a lot of these things. And I also think there's other centers that have it in the area. So you don't want to use, you know, it's, it's good that they have it. Um, and maybe phase two, like we're definitely thinking about what's our next phase, right? Are we going to go much bigger, even though we're still local, are we going to go bigger and kind of bring a lot of these things in? Um, but at the moment we're really just trying to stay focused. Got it. You know, one thing that, uh, is becoming a, a bigger and bigger concern just across everyone's radar is, you know, privacy of information. And at the same time, you know, you get some spectacular outcomes for people you don't want to necessarily say, you know, Alicia from Pleasantville came here with this ailment and we solved this, um, you know, and basically like use that as a, as a marketing vehicle. At the same time, you know, there's probably a hundred people that have that same issue. Um, so how do you kind of toggle between, hey, I want to showcase what we're doing. I probably want to do it maybe on a no-names basis or maybe somebody kind of becomes an ambassador or champion and is out there for you you know, to say, Hey, this is where it got done. Yeah. It's really interesting because actually our biggest marketing ploy is referrals because, you know, I think we've made such an impact in a lot of people's lives that they, you know, everyone we find, like we've done ads, we've done marketing. It doesn't do anything. You know, it's really the people that are, you know, I've heard it. I heard you were amazing. I've heard you're amazing. Um, And so for us, that's been our biggest thing. And I think the one thing we can do better is testimonials, right? (laughs) Um, and we, I actually just wrote a, a whole email about that, trying to get some, because that's, we just want to do what we do because we love it and we want to help people. But 
ultimately building a business, you need referrals, you need testimonies, you need people out there kind of being your ambassadors. So I agree. Something we're working on. Yeah. So let me ask you a question. I don't want you to give me an answer with an exact price point, but if you solve something for me, if I have a stomach ache and I have a stomach ache for 10 years and, you know, maybe it's, maybe it's more complicated than just, you know, don't drink dairy or don't, don't eat dairy, but it's like a sequencing of, of everything that you found that, that is uh, almost like the, the MasterCard of like the priceless commercial, mm-hmm. right? It's like, well, what can you do to help me not feel pain or not feel, you know, the pressure or not, you know, basically be able to live my best self. So how do you think about how do I price that? And like, what's fair? And what is, you know, what's it really worth to you? I know what it's worth to you. Obviously, I'm not going to charge that. Um, but I think a lot of people in the halo sector and, and the, you know, wellness sec- sector, whatever we want to call it, you know, maybe sometimes undercharge for what the outcomes are. And I just want maybe you to kind of opine on how to think about that, because people pay a lot of money for a lot of things you know, Absolutely. whether it's a car or something material. And if you're going to buy, you know, a, one of my clients just bought like a Jeep Wrangler with a Hemi and told me it was a hundred grand. Okay. Well, if you solved his, you know, ailment, it's probably worth more than that. So how do you think about that as a practitioner? I think it's interesting because I think a lot of people in the wellness space and in the halo space kind of just, they, they don't, they underestimate what they're worth. Right. And I agree because if, if I do solve your problem, which I, you know, I would, it is priceless. And so it, for me, I had to do a lot of thinking and I had to do a lot of writing and I had to do a lot of talking to myself because when I launched my program, at first I wanted to go too small. And I was like, no, this is, this is my time. What is my time worth? And, you know, you're doing a service because I think a lot of us want to help people and we're in this space because we want to help people. And that's why it's hard to put a price on it because it feels selfless a little bit. Um, and so you don't want to put a price, but you have to, because people need to pay. And you know what? Someone will come into my office with a, with a name brand designer bag. You know, that's, that's my version of a car, you know, right, and, right. And, and they're hemming and hawing over a couple thousand dollars, but really ultimately it's your health. You know, it's, do you want to have energy in the morning? What's it worth to you? Do you want to feel good? Do you want to have a meal without feeling bloated? You know, all these things that are lifestyle, but they, it doesn't equate to something that's, you know, that's, um, material. Yeah. So when you, when you take a look at more and more corporations spending money on, whether it's preventative health, whether it's, I'm going to pay for your health club membership, I am going to, you know, provide challenges or I'm going to reward you financially. Are any of the uh, practices right now that you're performing reimbursable or is everything out of pocket right now? And do you see that trend potentially changing to say, look, I'm going to solve this problem. It's going to be one-tenth of what it's going to cost when this turns into, you know, uh, a disease that, that you have to treat, you know, with more severe medicine or more, you know, operations. Yeah, no, I think, I think that's true. And I think that, you know, it, unfortunately, insurance doesn't cover functional testing. Um, uh-huh. And I, 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 it's really sad because it's preventative. So, you know, it's something that I talk to my clients daily about, um, Hopefully at some point that will change in the near future. But I do think a gym membership, I think all of that, it is, it goes to your lifestyle. It should be reimbursable. It should be expensive. Um, I actually saw, I listened to your podcast, um, your last one with the Nest, the guy from Nest. Yeah. yeah. And I, I totally agree. I love what he's doing because it was, you know, it was all about reimbursing and kind of following your trends to, um, you know, to, to kind of 
to get this, to get your lifestyle up to where it needs to be. Great. Um, you know, from a standpoint of you being able to interact with other people at your level, are there groups that are being formed, uh, you know, with your type of, you know, combination, uh, or do you kind of have to dip into different types of, you know, expert groups or networking groups or, or conventions or events in order to kind of, you know, level up to like, Hey, this is interesting. Cause there's a lot of, I'm assuming there would be like amazing cross learnings of, you know, of like, Hey, this is working for, for you. You might've found something that's not out there right now. You're, you're kind of doing research at the same time as you're doing a practice. Oh, 100%. I think half of my day is spent researching and learning and still, ed, you know, still educating myself. And then half of it's, you know, working with patients. But mm-hmm. um, I think it's a mix of both. I am in I am in a network groups where I, I you know, with these amazing, usually more women-based, but mm-hmm. um, we just all help each other. We connect each other. I think one of my biggest strengths is connecting with people and, and you know, just I am a people person, so I think that's really helped my business. Um, so it's been part of that. And then it's also been connecting with people that are in your field because if you don't have a mentor or, um, you know, or people that you can learn from in your space, then, you know, then you're going to kind of pigeonhole yourself and you're going to kind of put yourself in a, in a, in a corner. Um, so there are people, I think there's some functional medicine doctors that I've used in the past that I refer to, um, that I re- truly respect and and, and use on it, you know, daily for feedback. Yeah, that's awesome. You know, one of the things that that I've been exposed to in the, you know, in the workout recovery or the preventative health is that no one's really cracked the code of like, what's the right sequencing to do something? Almost like I'm looking for someone to come up with like, here's like the Candyland trail of, if you're going to do infrared, you know, you should do that before you do cryo. Um, if I do cryo, I probably shouldn't do you know, Norma Tech boots because my, you know, blood pressure is elevated. Or, you know, is there, do you kind of have something at the, at the well center is almost like here, here's like the equivalent of like, here's your workout routine. Here's your, your nutrition plan. Here's your workout recovery. Here's your preventive health. Is that kind of, is that formulated in your mind? Is that turning into something on paper? I think that actually is part of phase two of what we're doing is to really create plans for people. Um, but I think, you know, all these, all the ways that you can, you know, up-level your life with, you know, the infrared and the boots and all that stuff, it doesn't help if your, if your internal systems are out of whack, right? So it all is amazing. I think, I think I've seen big, you know, changes when I do use the infrared or when I use the, the blankets, the infrared blankets, but you know, you, that's great, but you need to have that base. You need to be eating healthy. Like that doesn't help you if you're eating sugar. Or if you're, you know, eating gluten that your body doesn't like. So you really need to make sure that what you're, I, first of all, I think food is kind of the base. If you're going to ask me the first thing that I would change in someone. Um, but I think it's all, you know, I look at dress. So I look at diet, rest, exercise, stress reduction, and supplementation. Those are like my five pillars. And I think mm-hmm. that they're all, they're all important. Um, so if all your pillars are not there, then somehow the base is going to fall. But I do think that I do think that nutrition is is the the first place to start because it it does create the internal environment that your body needs. Yeah. So in closing, here, there's someone listening to this podcast right now that might be a graphic designer who might say, "Hey, I want to be where she is." Um, maybe like talk to that person and say, "Look, I put in thousands of hours, you know, but if you feel like this is your calling, you know, and you fill in the blank." 
If you think this is your calling, then you have to follow your instinct. You have to you have to live what you know what what you feel aligned with. Because I was a graphic designer, I was kind of working on clients and and not comfortable and not really like I would love the thrill of work like of meeting somebody and then I wouldn't want to work on them. So I knew that it didn't feel aligned for me, and so. I, you know, one day the, the email came in and said, oh, get your health coaching license. I was like, this, this is what I need. And <laughs> when you don't question it and when you just feel in your body and every cell in your body that this is the right path for you, then you have to follow your heart and your gut, really. Awesome. Yeah. Well, it was great to, uh, to talk to you on the business side. I'm very proud of what you've accomplished and look forward to uh, reconnecting and uh, telling us other things that you figured out that you're going to help people live a healthier, longer life and uh, with less pain and more halo in their, uh, in their DNA. So thanks for what you're doing. It's great to see you. And, uh, you know, let's just keep going down the path because it's all about just learning more and experience gets, gets more experience. So thank you for your efforts. Absolutely. Thanks so much for having awesome. me today.